Do you find your team is really not listening or communicating with each other? Do your clients complain that they are not getting what they need or want from you or your business? Maybe it has to do with listening and communicating with each other so that the message is received properly for their personality type. Learn what a disassessment can do to help you solve these problems. Tune into this week's episode of Stand Out and Grow to Learn More. I'm Kat Ramirez, your host of Stand Out and Grow. I want to help your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Building your business is really, really hard. And knowing what marketing and advertising tools you need to help you become successful is extremely confusing. After 30 years of working with thousands of businesses, I am here to help you make good business decisions. I want to help you understand the programs that are available to you so that you can stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. So let's get started. This is episode 19 of Stand Out and Grow. I got your back. My guest today helps business owners and their team communicate better with each other and their clients. He works with a variety of leaders, whether you're a solopreneur or a small business owner. He has been a business coach for over seven years, working with various business leaders and helping their business grow. Please join me in welcoming Amazon's number one bestseller, Dave Melinda, CEO of Positive Polarity. Welcome, Dave. Thanks for joining me on our podcast today. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So I'm really, really excited to talk about um, the DISC assessment. Uh, And for anybody who is listening, I just want to clarify and help you understand what a DISC assessment is. It is basically a personality profile test that helps you understand uh, how you can align with uh, partners, managers, leaders, your employees, uh, just all kinds of things, right? To yep. So that you Correct. are better suited in those roles. Correct. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. We call it an assessment because a test kind of feels like pass or fail. So it's really an assessment where you are basically understanding a more in-depth look at your actual personality and how you communicate. So that's what we're going to focus on today. And you have graciously allowed us a look under the behind the sheet, so to speak. Uh, You took an assessment and we're going to kind of go through some of the high points of that. And I'm going to point out some things for you personally, but also for the um, people listening. I think that uh, we'll find ways for it to be utilized in the interviewing process, uh, to your point, the team building process, and any type of communication that goes on day to day. So about 85% of our success at work is due to how well we communicate. It's not due to our drive, our passion, our education. So we really enjoy spending time looking at communication skills and how to do a better job to maximize our day at the office, so. Okay, now before we dive into yes. my results, I just have some quick questions sure. just so that 
anybody who is listening can um, relate. For sure. Okay. For sure. So with the DISC assessment, you know, how involved is it? Sure. Great question. It is about a 20 minute investment of time. You get a link, you got your link sent to you, you asked a bunch of questions, you were asked questions, you answered them, and then they did their magic and outspits about 50 to 60 pages of results. Okay, so when someone gets the results, can they analyze it themselves or do or do they need to, to get in sure. contact yeah. with a, you know, an, an analyst or whatever? Yeah, for sure. So um, you can do it either way. Uh, the wording of it is definitely uh, allows you to read through it yourself. So you can definitely do that. There are a couple things that would probably would add value. When I do a debrief with somebody, we focus in on what they want to accomplish. So maybe there's something going on at work that they're struggling with. Maybe there's something going on in their relationships that they're struggling with. Um, maybe they just want to get better at a certain thing. So once we you know, uncover that piece, then we kind of can gear it towards that. I can, we can go into it in about an hour to go through it. Um, we have, you know, more extensive trainings for people that want to take it deeper. There's, you know, when you think about it, Kat, there's 60, 50 to 60 pages just about you. Okay. okay. And so it's like, wow, that's like, that's a lot of yep. stuff to unpack. Yep. So why not utilize it and why not, you know, really um, find it, some parts in here that will help you, in, okay. mo you know, move forward. So now, now this is a really, really good question. Uh -oh. uh, so me, so I'm an entrepreneur. I have yes. a business. I have a team. I have a Correct. team of seven. Yes. So is this preferred one-on-one, -on -one, just one person solopreneur? Sure. Is it a team thing? What, how is it applied so that anybody listening can Absolutely. Adapt? Yeah, for sure. So you can do it either way. If you purely want to learn more about yourself and how to improve your communication, then you focus on you. We would focus on you. You can. I, I do a lot of work with the team. So if the, each one of the team took it, then we would be able to sit around in a uh, either a team building or in a training setting and be able to fully understand everybody a lot better in the office. Okay. And so, I, I can see the value in both situations correct. Yes, because uh, as a team, uh, I know firsthand that uh, sometimes people's feelings get hurt, things sure. like that, yep, absolutely. or you have problems training and coaching. Correct. And so this really is a tool to help guide a leader or manager, right? Correct. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. And like I said, at the onset, it's also if you're looking for adding somebody to your team. Okay. Okay. I mean, in my life, I've sat in hundreds of interviews and everybody will tell you exactly what they want you to hear. So if you were interviewing for a job here and um, I was applying for the job and I asked, you asked me a question, whatever I say, how can you even question if I'm telling you, you know, being straight with you? Right. So the assessment at least helps you with that. So let's say, for instance, um, you are really looking for team, somebody that's going to be a team player. The first thing in, on, in your assessment, it's, it, it asks, what's your value to the organization? So your first one for you is team player. Okay. So if I was looking to hire you, it tells me right there, you're a team player and you're people oriented. Now there will be some that say they prefer to work by themselves or different things, you know, that 
doesn't uncover a team player. It tells me right there what the reality is rather than having to take their word for it. So it just really is a kind of a, a really solid tool in the interviewing process to be able to look deeper into the person to make sure they're a fit because corporate culture is huge and if they don't fit on the team, then even though they do great work, they still may struggle here if they don't fit in. So Okay, okay. And then for the individual person, because there are a lot of solopreneurs Correct. and even uh, multi-level marketers or contractors. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So it would probably, I would imagine, help them either grow in their personal growth mm -hmm. career Correct. or help them accomplish like if they're failing in communicating with people outside. Correct. Absolutely. I mean, the other piece of that, if you are a solopreneur, the reality is, is you still have customers. Right. Right. So we then look at it from a customer perspective. And if I have to deal with X every day, I want to learn more about them and I want to learn more about myself. Yeah. And you just so. made a great comment because I think anybody who has has to have customer service should be applying this tool somehow. Correct, absolutely. absolutely. Yes, I mean, we've all had bad customer experiences yep. as consumers, right? And they tend to be, I just had one today, I just had one yesterday, trying to order sandwiches at a store. Right. Okay, I've been doing it for years the same way and I, they need 24 hours notice and the lady says, no, we can't do it, we need 72 hours. I'm like, I've been doing this for years. Nope, sorry, can't do it. I mean, it was just so, there was absolutely no customer service there at all. So this really creates a, a, an element of self-awareness that you might not get in other ways. And so. You know what, I, I have to share this, Dave, because the same thing happened to me. I went somewhere, I don't know where, but um, they had, I'm a vegetarian, they had very limited vegetarian food. Okay. Oh, I know what it was, it was a breakfast place. Okay. Two minutes, just two minutes. Mm -hmm. They cut off the uh, eggs Benedict. Okay. Because I love eggs Benedict, <laughs> and I thought instead of just having two eggs over easy, I yeah. could have sure. eggs Benedict. Yeah. And she's like, no. Yep, can't do it. Right. It's <laughs> after ten o'clock, two minutes. Yeah. I felt like yeah. a soup Nazi. Yeah, exactly. No. Yep. I mean, there was no give, and I thought, sure. I, all I thought was to myself was. You could have managed this a little differently. Right. Yep. Okay? Totally. Yep. Or you could have been a little giving, and I would have came back, or I would have like been over the top elated. Right. You yep. catered to me, right. the customer. Yep. How awesome would that have been? And said, you know, it's ten o'clock. We don't do this, but for you, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I mean, that would just make your day, and then we'd be saying positive things about that company right now rather than not. So, But a lot of it, again, comes back to self-awareness, and that's really what a DISC assessment does. Um, and DISC is basically four personality types. There's a D, an I, an S, and a C. Uh, we won't really get into much of that. It just tells you that everybody... Uh, he falls into one of four styles. Right. right. And then so. I, I think a big question, because I've taken these over the years, mm -hmm. I've been in you know, my career 30 years. Sure. Do they change, Dave? Sure. That's a great question, too. <laughs> I took my first one in 2004, and then I took my next one in 2014, and my actual personality did, did not change. Okay. It did not change at all, and ever since then, it, it hasn't changed. Now, you can also look at, depending on the assessment, we ours uses a natural and an adapted. So your natural state is just who you are as a person. That tends to not change unless you have some traumatic event that happens in your life. I would life. imagine, yeah. 
but the the actual um, adapted style does change based on your career paths and different things that are going on. So it's possible that that changes, but usually you don't see the um, the actual natural style change. Okay. So who you are is who you are. Yeah. And and I always tell people the goal isn't to change who you are. Mm -hmm. It's that if I want to be a chameleon. Right. And so if I'm blue and you're red, I want to communicate in your style so okay. that you'll better understand rather than um, have to acclimate to my way. Right. Now we're fortunate that our assessments are very similar. Okay. Okay. So it's easy for us to communicate um, in those ways. And that's where I think it's uh, different than normal because you get a lot of people that actually didn't have the same. Right. So, right. you know, that's, that's, I think the a part of the, part of the fun is when you get people that are different. Okay. And then, so, because I know I'm going to hear this and I just want to bring out all the objections before we go dive into sure. this. Okay. Should anybody fear taking this and it hurt them, their career, their, uh, it's going to be on some format and it, they're labeled, you know, you know what sure, I'm saying? Cause sure. I, I have a feeling some people have a fear yes, for sure. of taking something absolutely. and labeling them. Yes, absolutely. I mean, a lot of it depends on the environment that you're in. If you're not in a safe environment at work and you feel people are going to use it against you, then you know what? It's probably not healthy to share it and you're probably not in the right, I mean, shouldn't be there to begin with if that's if you're in that bad of a situation. Take advantage of it, take it and run. Right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> take it and then get that out of there, right? But no, I mean, it, it, and this is a true danger because we hear people talking about um, classify, you know, putting people in boxes yep. and class of, classes of people and things. And I, I would refer to somebody as a, a high D person or a high I. I mean, it, you can misconstrue that. The reality of it is, is you are who you are. We're just trying to come up with ways to better utilize that when you're communicating with other people. Yep. So that's really at the end of the day what, what this is about, so. Okay, and that makes total sense. I just want people to be, um, again, I, I just think of all these objections that, um, that come up. Uh, and sure. me as a, an old sales manager before, uh, because we used to take a lot of training tools and tasks, mm -hmm. and uh, at the end of the day, they're only as good as you utilize them. Yep. Is that Absolutely. correct? Yep. Well, and that's the thing. I don't like people taking the assessment and then putting it in a binder, putting it up on the shelf and go, whew, got that done, uh, onto something <laughs> sure. else, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, this is about communication. So you can use this in your personal life. You can use it in your professional life. It, it transcends work definitely because you communicate obviously outside of work. Right. So it gives you that self-awareness to be able to really do a better job um, communicating the way that you, the people around you need to be communicated right. with. Right, and I love that you said this because Anybody, especially if it, an employer is making the investment, mm -hmm. uh, you know, regardless if you personally are making the investment, sure. which is a big one, but if your employer is take advantage of it because 
I love that you reflect that it is good for your personal relationships because I don't Correct. think people understand that this is not just a business. Right. Thing. Absolutely. I it, mean, this is you as a person and you can apply all these things that you learn about yourself. Right. Absolutely. Yep. And, and make improvements. Yep. Period. For sure. So, um, cause one of the pages will jump in one of them in here for you in, in, we'll, ep- whoop, go ahead. We'll oh, she's now she's backtracking. See, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I don't want to dive in until I okay, cover sure. all these oh, bases, for sure. you know, for sure. Um, so I want, I want people to understand how you utilize this in your field, sure. you know, as a business coach, sure, for sure. because it, this is a very important part of your coaching yep. practice, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, so the prime example is, um, your in in for you one of your checklists for communicating one of the ways that you like to be communicated with according to this it says leave time for relating and socializing so if i know that about a person i don't walk in and say okay let's get right down to business where you've been blah 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 right there you need time for that relating and socializing piece so when i run into people that have that same checklist you know for communicating i make sure that i know that hey it's not all business now there'll be some people that it's all business and you can't cross that line right um and so there are certain people that will uh, allow you in and there are other people that won't yep. now that's their personality that's not based that's not you know aimed at you that's just your personality their personality. So think of somebody that you walk into their office and they're immediately business, all business. Right. And if you try asking, how's it going at home? How's your family? How's your wife? Blah, blah, blah. They immediately get uncomfortable because you're crossing a line that they're not comfortable with. Okay. So that's where all of these pieces through here. I mean, it's really, a, I don't want to say it this way, but I'm going to, it's an unfair advantage to have all this knowledge about a person that you're communicating with. You mean uh, you have the yes. Oh, yeah. I have, when I coach with somebody, okay. yep. when I'm coaching, I already know what they what they like, what they don't like, and they haven't told me that. Because wow. a lot of times they don't know. Like if I say, "Cat, what's the best way to communicate with you?" You have to really like you haven't thought of that. Right. Okay, or one of the other way, how do you not want to be communicated with, which is another page in here. We tend to not think about that. I love how you just said that. Like, that's powerful. It is. And that's like we just like when we do a team. So think yeah. about your team. Yeah. Um, you have seven people on your team. So if we took each person in a way that they want to be communicated with in a way that they don't want to be communicated with, created it and put it on a one page spreadsheet. Yep. And you know you're going to meet with Jimmy at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You look at what Jimmy, the way Jimmy wants to be communicated with, and it says right there, communicate. If you want to necessarily meet with Mary, then at 3 o'clock, she's got a completely different way of communicating. And if you don't understand the difference, your communication will not be nearly as effective. Yeah. So you're in, in your field... You're using it as a tool of how do I coach this person? Absolutely. What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? And then you align that with what they're telling you. Correct. Absolutely. Yep. And for sure. Is there always a disconnect, like when, what your findings and what they tell you? Well, these are about ninety-four percent accurate. No, no, no. Meaning, because you you talk about blind spots. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yep. When they interpret themselves. Yeah, for to sure. You. Yeah. So when most of what you see is accurate. Yeah. 
So it, what I say is if there's a line in here that's not accurate, let's not even argue about it, just cross it out. But if you get people saying that's not accurate, that's not, that's not me, that's not me, right? You get that, that's the blind spot. So then the next step is say, let's find somebody that you trust in your world, yeah. office, personal, whatever, and take this to them and ask them, hey, is this me? You know, do I do this? Because that is where that blind spot will definitely um, come to light with other people. Because okay. we don't know what we don't know. Right, right, right. So that's number one, why coaches exist, but also that's why your sphere of influence around you exists. Yes, yes. No, so. that makes total sense, I love it. Okay, so we can go into bits and parts sure. of this, and that way you can help anyone listening how you use it mm -hmm. and then how it's interpreted so that you're let's say for example you're training me in regards to the results sure you know what I mean? sure yep so again we would look at the the one of the first pages is the checklist for communicating it's page nine if you're looking at yours cat well you it just said we probably shouldn't say page but like, well if we just i just wanted you to know where we were oh, so okay. or and if anybody's taken one that might be close they you know oh, it will be? It, it's pretty close okay so okay, cool. but it just basically lists the ways that you want to be communicated with so what we would normally do is say hey look through those and pick a couple okay. so look through that and just pick one that you feel really is um something that you, resonates with you Okay, well definitely number one, leave time for relating and socializing okay. for sure. Yeah. So, so we would work with that and we would realize and the team would realize that to, to help in your, you communicate better, yep. you would like a little bit of relating and socializing time. So let me understand this. Sure. Does this pick up things that may be aligning with me and I just pick the ones that are the best? For yeah, each one of these lists are going to be different for every person, okay? okay. okay. Just want to make sure. These okay. are yours and what we would do is find a couple of them that really resonate with you. Like one towards the bottom says provide yes or no answers, not maybe. Okay. So if that's important to you and if I, if, if, if I always came back to you with an answer that wasn't a yes or a no, that would increase your frustration. Cat, I don't know, I'm not sure, I haven't done the investigation. I mean, if, if I don't know that, I don't know I'm frustrating you. And quite frankly, you don't even know because you aren't able to articulate it. So here, this says provide yes or no answers. So if that was one that was high on your list, you would be able to tell your team, hey, you guys, when you come to me with stuff, have a yes or no answer. The maybes, the I'm not sure's, you know, that really, that, that can frustrate me. And so that's where, again, you're helping your team better communicate with you. Okay, great. So, I love it. That's yeah. awesome. So that's that, that's that one. If you sneak to like the next page, yep. it's checklist for communicating ways not to communicate. Okay. So now take a look at those and find one you know, that uh, really resonates for you. Oh, okay. I love it. Yeah, I can align with a lot of this. <laughs> Rambling for sure. There you that go. Is okay. Number one. Yeah. Is this it? Number yeah. two. I love that. So now you're going to tell your team, hey, I'm, you know, to improve your communication with me, okay. I really struggle when you take, you know, let's say you, you're asking a question about what, what happened yesterday. If somebody has to go back to when they were nine years old to start the conversation and it takes like, you know, three minutes, right. 
you, your brain, and this isn't you, this is the way you were built. <clears throat> Excuse me, your brain will start to just create a, a chemical gets released and you lose interest. You want out. Wow, that's great. And Love so it. if you tell people, hey, just please help me under, help, understand that I struggle when you ramble. Nice. And, and that's not a negative to right. you. This is something on me. So I really want to um, improve our communication. So that's one of the ways that we but do that. But in fact, none of this should be a negative. It's Absolutely. Not, it's just a, a very way to adapt and learn. Yeah. Just and, so that anybody listening, yep, it's for not sure. a negative thing. Yep, for sure. Okay. So here's a fun one. If you sneak up to perceptions, which is like page 12. Yeah, I'm there. So this is how you see yourself, and then this is how other people see you. Okay. So look at the top box. Yep. You're usually seen as enthusiastic, charming, persuasive, <laughs> outgoing, inspiring, yep. optimistic. See, isn't it hard to hear things about yourself, right? Um, so, but if you go to the bottom page or bottom of the page, other people see you when you're under extreme pressure or stress as overly confident, potentially a poor listener, yeah. talkative and a self promoter. Okay. So now all of a sudden there's this difference. Like, and when you, when you talked about negatives, it's not a positive or a negative. It's a, it's an opportunity for us to work on something. Right. So when you get under extreme stress, you potentially will not listen as well as you do when you're just like normal. Yep. So that's a, a spot right there where it's like, wow, I really need to work on that. Right. And so when, if I was on a team, I would say, hey, you know, you guys, if you see me in stress and I'm not listening, you have my full authority to raise your hand, do something, time out, I don't care, throw a Nerf ball at me, whatever, but that's just my personality coming out and I'm not trying to do it. Right. It just happens. You know what? That's interesting because like if I'm multitasking and doing a lot, yep. like I'm under the gun and I got to get something out. Yep. Someone's hollering and talking to me. I'm like, I can't hear you right now. Right. You got to get my attention. Yep. Um, but I think the other thing they should tell me to take a day off. Then. <laughs> <laughs> You're the boss. I thought you tell yourself when to take, why is it they telling you? That's the funny part. So, but there's so many different things in here um, that really help us as we on our day-to-day -day journey. And that's where, again, I think the self-awareness piece is a, is a huge um, untapped area. Absolutely. And so as we work through this, I want to sneak in. If you jump way down to page like 23. Okay. So what they do here is there's 12 common um, yep. behaviors that okay. happen in the workplace mm -hmm. and they rate you based on how you answer the questions what's the highest for you and what's the lowest okay so for you your highest is interaction you want to frequently engage and communicate with other people so this is a great spot to think about somebody coming into your organization right now let's just say for the sake of the conversation that somebody needed to have you, this position required interaction on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. If somebody rated on this like lower, like a 10, 11, or 12, where they really didn't like the interaction, right. this shows that they don't like that interaction. Okay. 
as opposed to you, you really enjoy that interaction. Yeah. Now, if you sneak down to the bottom and look and see, let's see what's number 10, like 11 and 12. So like for you, mm-hmm. looking at analysis of data, compile, confirm, organize information, the way you answered the questions and now analyzing data is not one thing that you like to do. That's weird because I love interpreting it. Okay. Um, do you like compiling it, getting all together, creating the report? You like looking at the report right, and, analyzing. and analyzing it, but as far as compiling it, well, somebody does. Trust me, somebody in there has a hundred on there and they absolutely love that, okay? But that's what's unique about that. Like for me, I that is like the worst part of my you know, of the mm-hmm. coaching side is actually doing that organization thing. I actually have somebody to help me with right, that. Right. But that's where I, rather than try and be all, be everything, I just have to realize there's things that I don't like to do and there's things that I'm not good at doing. And that's where I I think it's really, um, it really helps us to be able to to identify that. So. Okay, great. So we'll go, we'll do a couple more. Okay. I'll head down farther into the report. There's a cool part here where it really talks about, um, it's called, I'm just getting to it right now, it's the environment. So if you think about your environment, Mm -hmm. um, what is it that, you know, I look at a rose and a um, a cactus. If you put a cactus in dirt and water it every day, it will die. Okay. If you take a rose and put it in sand and only water it once a month, it'll die also. Human beings are the same way. And so when you're, excuse me, when you're in your ideal, excuse me, when you're in your ideal environment, you thrive. Okay. So whatever that ideal environment is, so think about that. Nobody's really ever said, you know, in an interview, what's your ideal environment? But you have to think of how important that is. So when you look at the uh, one of them, for instance, yours says a can-do environment filled with optimistic people. Mm-hmm. If that's important to you, and I'm not an optimistic person by nature, if that would be me, I'm not going to do very well in right. this in this environment. Because if every time you come to me and say, Dave, I want you to do this, and I go, Ah, oh, I can't do that. I don't have the tools, I don't have the time, I don't, I don't, I don't. We're not gonna work together very right, well. Right. And so this really helps people understand exactly what the best environment for this person. And that's where um, there's so much in here. A fun and functional working environment yep. is in there. A need to be around people. Okay, so it's really <clears throat> very much in depth. Like you, you can get into a lot of information. Oh my gosh. It's, yeah, well, so many pages, there's so much here, absolutely. Right. And that's part of the, the thing that's so important to understand that I don't want to, like I said before, just do it and then put it away. Yeah. I want you to learn from it. It's, it's, the, it's a great tool that is, if used right, can transform companies. Oh yeah, I, I believe it. I mean, just from you know what we just went through, mm-hmm. and glancing at the other stuff. Yeah, it's a very powerful tool. Yeah, like, extremely. Yeah, so go to the next page once. Keys to motivating. Yes. 
Okay, so think about that. If you, if I said with, and you didn't look at this, and I said, Kat, what motivates you? Mm -hmm. You know, that's not a question that people ask us every day. It's not a question that we necessarily think about every day. So many people think that everybody's motivated by money. Right. Or motivated by status. Mm -hmm. Right. There's, there's a lot of different things that motivate people. Right. And, you know, it's funny is I had this conversation the other day because people are unfulfilled with really good paying jobs yes, absolutely. because they don't define what it is right. that really motivates them and gets right. them going. And if you don't know, that's a great point, if you don't know what motivates you, mm -hmm. you're in the majority because most people really don't know. Right, right. That's why this helps you understand this. So look at that list and find one for you that you feel would um, yeah, you know? You had to tell me what page I'm oh, at. Oh, forty-five. Sorry. Thank you. Because yep. I'm like, I'm sorry. You're see your I'm way like, ahead. I'm like, yeah. I'm you're... like searching. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, now I see it. I there it is. Sorry about it. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, and this is probably applies to a lot of people. If people want to be recognized for their ability, you know, to create, recruit others, and share their beliefs and structures yep. yeah so that's a really good one so there's a good one right so recognition for her ability mm -hmm. so many people and if you're leading a team yep uh, it's safe to say that most people need that recognition absolutely. absolutely and so the question is how often are we doing it yeah if we're not recognizing each team member on our team at least once a week we are really not maximizing the team. We're not maximizing that. So, you know, I say catch somebody doing something right. Mm -hmm. We're so good at catching people that are doing something wrong. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it was so funny because in my book, um, when I first published it and first released it, I had people calling me, emailing me, hey, there's a typo on page whatever, right? And I'm like, they didn't say, oh my gosh, I love your book. I'm so proud of you, blah, blah, blah. Nothing like positive. It was just like, hey, page 37, there's a typo. You forgot a comma or whatever. And it's like, oh my gosh. Well, you know? I'm an optimist, so here's what I'm going to say. Exactly. Dave. At least they read the book. Right? Maybe they did. I don't know, right? Who knows? They Hopefully they did, right? They wouldn't have caught the typos. Yeah, I should have put all the typos in the back, way at right. the back, right? For next book, I'll do that. Yeah. But, you know, this just helps you uncover that because it is hard. That's cool. To I like define that. that. Especially for team members. I love that. Right. That so great. Yeah. So okay. the, the last one we'll do is just keys to managing. Yes. Because that's a really important thing as well. Now, obviously, you it doesn't really apply as being the owner of the company. Right. And But yet there are things in here that um, people definitely need uh, keys to manage. Mm -hmm. And we didn't ask them that in the interview. Mm -hmm. Right. And they didn't walk in and say, this is the best way to manage me. Right. Because certain, again, back to plants, certain plants need to be cut and snipped weekly and others, you never need to do it. Well, how am I supposed to know what people on my team like and don't like? And then it has a little worksheet at the end. Yes. So the last part is because we like to have action steps, there's an action nice. plan. Nice. Okay. So like one, the first one says, I learned the following behaviors contribute positively to increasing my professional effectiveness. So you list a couple yeah. and you just kind of go through those two pages and that's the accountability. That's where whether you have, you know, inner office accountability, 
however you end up doing that. Very cool, Dave. I can see the value for potential employees because, you know, um, I've gone through a couple growth sport spurts, mm -hmm. okay? And the one thing I've learned, your people make or break your business. Absolutely. Once yep. you hire someone, it's really, really hard yep. to fire someone. Right. So this is a great tool Absolutely. to prevent right. the wrong hire. You know what right. I mean? Like, that's like yep. a huge investment for any small business, oh, anybody. Yeah. yeah, the cost of replacing somebody, I mean, the or statistics. The, the statistics on bad hires, I mean, it's so, I, I just look at it as it's easy 50 grand. Yeah. I mean, I've seen reports oh, no, up to 250, 300,000. I just figure in my mind, this person I'm taking on right here is either gonna make me 50 or cost me yeah. 50. Oh, and, and if I don't understand that person, and it's my, it's my responsibility as a leader mm -hmm. to understand that person. Yeah. Oh no, hands down. Um, the investment in this tool to, to prevent a bad hire is definitely key uh, because, you know, it's like you said, when you go to an interview, they're going to say all the things that they want you to hear. Correct. Yep. You're not going to learn about it until they're in place and right. you're like, oh, really? Right. Oh my God. Who's this? I thought, you know, yeah. did you have a twin Who's brother? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> you said you could do this yeah. and now you're not even close to yeah, being you know able what? to do that. I who told me they could do this and this and this and this. I brought them on for two months. They told me they were doing the project. They were yeah, doing the project. Yeah. And then at the end, I got sick because I said, I need I need the project. Sure. They yeah. weren't doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. They were just milking me. Right. And yeah. I was like, oh my God. Yep. And that becomes uh, our responsibility at the, at the beginning of yeah. this. Yeah. So typically, um, these are, there's a third component also, which is the EQ piece. Now, this is unique, and we can close with this, but okay. um, so the EQ is your emotional quotient. It's how you deal with emotional intelligence. Okay. Now, a low EQ versus a high EQ makes $29,000 more a year. So the higher EQ you have, the more money you make because okay. you're able to, and this is all proven, uh, through a ton of research, you're able. The higher you're, the better you're able to manage your emotions. Mm -hmm. The more money you're going to make. Very cool. So, and this is proven on every morning on the way to work. Okay. Because if you don't let somebody in in the merging lane or whatever on the freeway, and they then either follow you, they want to bump you off, they want to you know make hand gestures at you, whatever. Those are the people that have lower IQ or lower EQ. The people that are able to work through that then are able to be much more successful in the office. Very cool. Okay, so Dave, I gotta ask, yes. how much is this? That's a great question. Two hundred and nine bucks is what the assessment costs. Okay. For your listeners, though, we are gonna offer this for no cost. Oh, nice. Okay. So there'll be a link in the show notes down below. You click on the link. You take the assessment, it comes to me, and I forward it to your listeners, whoever's who took it, yep. and then they'll, I won't reach out to them, there'll be no connection. If they want to respond back, they can connect with me and we can you know, figure out what to do with it. But oh, at okay. least they'll have 60 pages of how to be able to manipulate and maneuver through life a lot better. Fantastic. Thanks, Dave. So you're That's welcome. Very generous no worries. Of you. Absolutely. Yeah. So if someone is trying to get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you? If they have any questions, sure. you know, in regards to the disc 
Uh, it's called DISC, right? Yep, DISC. D-I-S-C. Okay. Yep. Because yep. if they want to do some research and find out more about sure. it, but they can call you directly yep. or ask you questions. Absolutely. So, it. yep, you can utilize two ways. My cell phone number is 414-322-2358, or you can email me at dave at positivepolarity.com. There's also more information on our website, positivepolarity.com, to give you more insight and research back on that. There are people uh, that their personality does want to research a lot before they move ahead, which is totally fine. You can Google DISC, D-I-S-C. But you also have the information on your website. Yeah, it's on there as well. Yep, yep. You can, there's tons of stuff on there. Yep, absolutely. So. Okay. And then, uh, well, I appreciate you coming uh, For sure. on the show. And we, in our notes, we'll have your contact information Perfect. to you. Uh, and uh, thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. We want everyone to stand out and grow. Okay, great. Thank you, Dave. Bye. The key to growth is to never stop learning. And hashtag social buzz delivers just that for only $99 per month. Get fresh, original content curated for your business five days a week at an affordable price with the option to cancel anytime. Build your knowledge and business the smart way with hashtag social buzz. Visit standoutandgrow.com offers page to learn more. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Stand Out and Grow. Check out all the notes and links at www.standoutandgrow.com. I am so thankful to you for helping this show continue to grow. I want to keep producing content that you want to hear, so please leave me some feedback. I look forward to bringing you more resources and information to help your business stand out and grow. Please follow us on social media and make sure you follow this podcast so you can learn more about helping your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Until next time, you got this.